0: Hey, Clan! I know there are a lot of you out there that suffer from migraines, and I do too. And you know what? They're terrible. They're the worst. They're just they're, they're, they're they're the, the worst, w- most god-awful thing. <laughs> they are the worst, But <laughs> 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 Listen, the last thing you need to do and the last thing you want to do when you got one of these migraines is wait for your doctor. Trust me, I know. I hate waiting for my doctors. But there's this new thing. It's called Cove. And there's a way to finally get the help that you need when you need it. And when you use this special link that I'm about to give you, you're going to get your first month of treatment for free, right? So this is why I'm the one reading it because, again, I got the migraines. I know they suck. It's terrible. And I want to help you because it it personally affects me. I use Cove, and it's the way to go. So go to withcove.com slash and you're going to get your first month worth of treatment for migraines for free, okay? Cove.com slash Outlander cast. If you can't tell, it's important to me. Trust me, you're going to want it.
1: All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. my name's mary larson
0: my name's blake and you know i'm suffering I, it, I, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't from migraines although i do get them i'm suffering from a from a lack of outlander
1: seriously like <laughs> and, just hearing this music
0: yeah it reminds you <sighs> just gonna let, yeah there it is just let it you know just let it run let it run <laughs> let, let that ride a little bit let that ride uh, yeah, I know I'm suffering from a lack of Outlander here. And, you know, we actually promised you guys that we were going to do at least one uh, episode of Outlander Cast per month and, since Droughtlander. And I think so far we've done like five. <laughs> I think we've done five or so because we just miss it. We, we miss, miss you. We yeah. miss
1: Outlander. We miss everything. So we're here. We're it, here, guys. It's funny because,
0: you know, we go from podcasting about it two, three times a week mm. for months. And then all of a sudden it's just, you know, gone. You know, it, it, what, and like, what do you do? What do you, I mean, obviously we have OutlanderCast.com, by the way. Go to OutlanderCast.com and check out all of the great content there. Yes. Uh, but we have OutlanderCast.com and, and that helps that because we're all writing articles there and we're all talking about Outlander and we're meeting with the editors and we're chatting and... Doing Outlander things, but the podcast itself is something that I miss, which is, I think, why we're here today, uh, to get it back out into the ether a little bit and, yeah. and chat about our top five favorite moments from season four. Yes. I'm so excited about
1: this. Me too. Well, before we jump into this episode, we want to remind you that you can find us on all places on social media with the handle Outlandercast. Please be sure to check out all the podcasts that we do. I know that Droughtlander can be long and lonely, okay? But we are doing a podcast about This Is Us. It's called This Is Us 2. And we're going to be doing a Game of Thrones series finale uh, season podcast. And it's called The North Remembers. So you can find all of our podcasts just by heading to (music) maryandblake.com.
0: So we're here and we're gonna do our top five. Now, there's one thing I just want to get off right off the top of the bat. Tell okay? me. Right off the top, we're not we're not gonna talk about the Jamie and Brie reunion or or meeting. You wanna know why? Why? Because it's everybody's top number one thing.
1: I didn't know this is part of it. I have to change mine. Okay, keep talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's everybody's number one it's a, That's an obvious choice it, That's like uh, cheating I don't want to cheat I want to like actually Get down to the nitty gritty Of this get stuff Get down with it And and really And it. really Like talk about the, Our really good Top five favorite moments That you know Not I don't want to have The same thing As everybody else Okay Everybody loves The Jamie and Brie thing Obviously Of course they do Fine You know So uh, I mean If you did want to talk about it We can talk about it Briefly if you'd like um, I, I I think that it was. I, I
1: mean, obviously, between that and the pie hussy, like
0: <laughs> the pie, hussey. obviously, it's everyone's favorite thing. Uh, I think obviously it was the emotional core of uh, the entire season, uh, in my opinion, uh, and it was the emotional core because it I think provided the basis for everything. It provided the basis f- for. Brie acting the way that she does Mm -hmm. and going back to in time, rather. And it provides the basis for Jamie doing the things that he does in order to protect Brie. And the, the entire season kind of hinges on this meeting. And I think that's the reason why it's so beloved. What do you think about that, my darling?
1: Well, I get it. I just wish I had known that that was part of the requisites for these top five. So Te- I've been technically, scrambling it and- is
0: in our document. Technically, okay. it is in our document. All right, it's a, a case when hosts don't read the document. <laughs> <laughs> case
1: in point. Well, to start things off, then, what is your five? Your number five.
0: All right, number five. We need
1: like a countdown.
0: I, Ding. I, I, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you know what this this is the bell. This is the bell we'll play. After each one, okay? So number five, uh, for me, my top number five moment for Outlander season four is when the Cherokee burned down the, uh, the, the Muller's house. Mueller. Mueller, Mueller, whatever. It's all the same. See, I, I had a teacher in high school. <laughs>
1: potato, potato.
0: I had a teacher in high school who had the same exact spelling as Mueller, but he wanted to be called Mueller. So every time I see this spelling, I think of it as Mueller. So I have an excuse. <laughs> the same reason why I have the same kind of excuse that I kept on referring to South Carolina uh, as opposed to North Carolina this season. Okay, <laughs> um, it's baked in for me. It is. Yeah, the number five moment is uh, the Cherokee burning down why? the Waller's house. It was one of the few dynamic shots of the entire season that was just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when and like when I think about the top five moments, these are the things that stand out to me. On the whole, for the whole season, like what's like what sticks in yes, your brain? And I remember yes. watching it and seeing the Cherokee with with the bow and arrow mm-hmm. pulling it back, uh, the whole house catching on fire, Mrs. Mueller walking out of the oh. house, dying right in front, and Mr. Mueller uh, just crying getting and shot. sobbing, and then getting shot, and the music stopping like at a dead stop as soon as he was shot and then the, the the doll and the fire and i remember thinking wow these actions really 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 have consequences this guy did what he did mm-hmm. and he got it right in the head and not only were there great consequences to what happened and what he did by killing atuhi it was beautifully shot.
1: It was beautifully shot. It was shot. beautifully Agreed. shot.
0: It was dynamic and it was it was memorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that woman walking out of that house. Ugh. Uh, was spectacular. Agreed. And uh, the flame against the night, the whole thing—it was just a beautiful shot. Agreed. What's your number five, my darling? My number
1: five are the family dinner moments. Oh yes. at Fraser's Ridge. I mean, first off, passing that big old bowl of taters,
0: <laughs> potatoes.
1: <laughs> I'm down. I'm down with the family dinners. I just love the jovial moments of Murta recounting Jamie's, you know, younger years and stories with Jamie. Um, it's just those moments were really special and just like you said these are things that we're going to look back on at season four and um i don't know it's it's really fun fun moments so not necessarily like one particular part of the conversation but just the family dinners in general
0: right just having that music and like the smiles and i remember jamie teasing brie with the food like giving it to her and then not and pulling it back yes that whole thing that was that was a great bit all right number four What's, oh, that's uh, actually, it's, you. it's what do you. What do you got for number four? Okay.
1: Uh, my four um, the birds and the bees. Like the conversations that Jamie and Brie have as they go hunting for the bees and talking about being sexually assaulted and what that's like, and Brie really having this deep conversation with her dad. Um, about you know if you kill a person does that make it better like is it easier on mm-hmm. you and um, you know it was just a great moment not only in the books but they really did a fantastic job with it in the show right. so yes having Jamie Meet Bree to begin with was such an important moment but this was like their character development huge time
0: yeah this is this is the one that that is the payoff for that yes i mean there there is emotional payoff when they meet obviously but yes. this is the one that really does the work agreed uh in, in later on in the episodes and and i remember being very surprised when jamie does to brie what he does and mm-hmm. holding her and preventing her from mm-hmm. um you know doing anything i can kill I can do you this. you know like and it's not your fault and the, but just that just spending the time together uh it's something that the, both the characters needed, I think. Uh, for me, number four, the conversations between Brianna and Claire about the things that they missed most. And whether it was a big fat cheeseburger, <laughs> bathrooms, all that stuff. But the one that I really loved was when Brianna says, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, like that. Nice, nice. That is awesome, and uh, obviously, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Got to get your let out, man. Get the lead out as much <laughs> as you want. But that is one of those really cool things that helps inform who she is and what she loves, and you know, like she loves Led Zeppelin. Like, how mm-hmm. cool is that? It's yeah. not one of those things that you would think that would happen in Outlander. It's not one of those things that you think would be brought up in a show like Outlander, but it's a great bit of pop culture. It's a great bit of pop culture referencing. Mm. Um, and it shows you the kind of music that she's into, the kind of things that she is into. And just this moment of recognition um, that she was in a certain time and now she's way in the past and there are things that you would miss and it feels like a conversation that you or i would have exactly like like in bed one night back in the 1700s being like dude remember netflix (laughs) like i miss netflix so fracking much yes you know like that whole thing uh i thought that was a great bit of writing so yeah that is my number four what's your number three darling
1: oh my third favorite moment was goodbye, Ian. Like, the actual goodbye, Ian. I mean, we joked about it so much in this season. Goodbye, Ian. Goodbye, yeah, Ian. Goodbye, <laughs> Ian. <laughs> um, so I just feel like, you know, we did. We joked bye, Ian, all, hashtag by Ian, all season, and he just wasn't there. But the actual moments where they had to say goodbye to him... Um were so beautifully shot and there was a lot of emotion and then how joyful he was when he was able to make it through the gauntlet. So the whole send off to Ian um, was really beautiful, but also because we've had this ongoing <laughs> 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 by Ian joke, I, I just kind of loved that. It was like the ultimate It just worked Ian. out
0: that way. The, yeah. the, the biggest by Ian moment of them all. Yeah. And I, just, I remember that, that like that sheer look of joy, him yipping. Like, like you know, just this with this grin on his face, um,
1: like that is a moment I will, and that's how I'm seeing this. Like things that I'm always that are going to just be burned into my mind, and the the touching goodbye, and then his joy, yes, finding is you know like being a part of a new family.
0: My number three is the Jamie and Murtaugh reunion. That whole thing, the way that it played out, (sighs) was perfect because. You as the viewer had the dramatic irony of knowing that was Murta when um, when your boy Ian goes back mm-hmm. to tell Jamie that he spent all the money with that old coot and you knew that it was coming. You, you had that same effect uh, that he wasn't talking to Jamie. He was mm-hmm. just going to bust balls and then all of a sudden he hears the voice and he realizes that it is Jamie oh, so good and they embrace and there's so much to tell you so much and love. Murtaugh saying i want to hear every single word as do we uh i like oh man what a moment what a moment it was it was what i think the characters were waiting for Mm -hmm. but it was more what we were waiting for that that made it work that made it feel like okay we have got this 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 is important all right we're going to talk about our advertiser real quick bring it out so like as as i said in the beginning of this episode Migraines suck. They, <laughs> they suck, do. and I get them all the time. They really do. And it's it's even why we're late on this episode because man, migraines suck. And you know that they hurt. You know that they're terrible. And it, it, it's like it's hard because when you have it. You got to get it treated immediately. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times you got to wait for your doctor and you can't wait for your doctor. You're in immense pain. And half the time you don't even got the medicine to take care of it because you already went through all the medicine because you get migraines so much, right? Well, this new thing here is called Cove. You can get, actually get treated from home. You don't got to wait for doctors anymore. Okay. Okay. You just go on Cove. And what they do is they start you out with a simple consultation with a licensed physician from your area. Awesome. From your area and then you and they determine the prescription that you need for your migraines okay and it gets sent directly to your door awesome you get personalized service after your cons uh, after your consultation they, they they treat and they tailor everything just for you and it comes out and then, he, and then the doctor reaches out to you a few weeks later. You get educated on all the different kinds of medicines that they can use. Again, it's doctor-supervised, and all the medication that they provide is FDA-approved medication. This is important. So if you suffer from migraines, the last thing you need to do, like I said, is wait for your doctor. And with Cove, you can finally get a way to, help, to get the help that you need it when you need it. So use my special link. Go to Cove.com slash Outlandicast. That's with Cove w-i-t-h-c-o-v-e dot com slash outlandercast again withcove.com with Cove. slash outlandercast to get your first month of treatment for free awesome okay I, I, listen I, I will spread this to the words of the gods okay from the mountaintops because <laughs> it's important and it helps it really really does um, okay so your number two my darling all right
1: Everything. And I do mean everything that has to do with Lord John Gray.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Like, there's not just one
1: moment because his sass with Claire.
0: This is would, a little bit of a cop-out.
1: I don't think so. because
0: This is, this is a tad of a cop-out. I
1: out. mean, I could have had top five moments with Lord John Gray in this season.
0: Perhaps we can do another episode uh, of just top five Lord John Gray moments. Yes,
1: please. That would be amazing.
0: But I feel like- I
1: think that needs to be an episode, and then there needs to be a top five Murta moment episode.
0: If I had to pick one Lord John moment, yeah. it's when he walks into the potty. And, everyone, and all the other people look in, they're like, oh, come on. <laughs> really? Come on with this guy. Of course he's that good looking. Yeah. None yeah. of us got a shot now. What the hell are we doing?
1: Oh, my God. I loved, as I said, his sass when it's just him and Claire. And they're kind of like laying it down between That's the true. two of them. Yeah. I loved how he protected Murta and Fergus and everything. I just loved every single moment that he had with Bree.
0: Yeah. Oh, when, when he tells her, you know, this the future is about hope. The future is about love. Like, Can't even. See? Oh, yes. See? I would agree. Yep. But I don't know. Pippin's face. Pippin's face when he sees Lord John walk in. That that beautiful vampire-esque God, face. Just struts in, man. <laughs> just floats in.
1: You can put those, He's on those, those little treadmill. gemstones away, my friend.
0: <laughs> He's He has enough gemstones on his skin.
1: <laughs> Here comes the general.
0: All right.
1: How about you? What was your number two?
0: Uh, my number two is... The end of episode one, America the Beautiful, that being when your boy uh, Stephen Bonnet comes in and gives Jamie and Claire the business. And they got America the Beautiful playing over it and he kills the friend, Leslie or Hayes, I think it was Leslie, kills Leslie. Just slits his throat, forces the the friggin' rings right out of Claire's yep, mouth. Yep, give me the ring, and, and and just the way that it was, it was shot. Um, the the way that it was edited, uh, he allows them to live because he does have some sense of code about him. You know, it's very little, but there is a small sense of it there. Mm-hmm um it what it did for me it, it not only was it a striking scene it was an artistic yeah. chance that they took which i really appreciated. Chance, good
1: word yes it was an
0: artistic chance that they took uh one that i feel like paid off very well uh i could see how some people think it was a little ham-fisted i di- i disagree but i can we can at least have a conversation about it um and I think the the best thing it did was that it set the tone for the whole season. Agreed. It set the tone that people were going to die. Uh there was going to be some consequences to all the things that happened. And I and, and for me mostly, uh it washed the taste out of my mouth for oh. season three, like the ending of it. Okay. Um and the I, drowning,
1: you should have died drowning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the whole gayless thing and chopping heads off. Oh my god, I love and...
1: Gaeless. Bloody Gayless I'll take it all. The time. Well, no,
0: Bloody Gayless was the best. I loved like that was that was super awesome. Yeah, why you complain movie? about Gayless? No, no, chopping heads off and oh. like Gayless trying to go kill Bree and the whole all, yes. all that crap. I just I thought that was but Bloody Gayless was oh, that was the best. Um, but yeah, okay. America the Beautiful was fantastic. Understand, And I loved it. All right, so uh, what do you got Wait, for your- I want to
1: hear your number one. Well, what is your number one favorite moment out of season four of Outlander?
0: Well, I think you all know what's coming. I think you know what's coming. I, I That's my boy. That's my boy, Ghost Frank. Ghost Frank Was the highlight of this season. And now I know, I know all of you out there in the Outlander cast world. There
1: are some eyes rolling so far back in people's heads right now. I know,
0: I I get it. And you're all, you probably just drove your car off the road. You you should be calling AAA right now. They might be yelling.
1: They might be (laughs) yelling. They might still be cursing some Jesus A. Drews about Christ because let's be real, that is a long thing to say.
0: Yes, it is. It's completely unrealistic. It's like, come on, man. Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ. Nobody says that.
1: Like, are there any bad phrases that people would say that are that long? Can I don't think so. If-
0: no. No.
1: Oh, wait. I know. Doesn't, doesn't people say like, um, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So that's yeah. like- That's kind of Jesus like, Hades it's Roosevelt in the family. Christ. It's in
0: the family. Okay.
1: So I've Jesus, heard
0: that. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Seven so that's syllables? Seven syllables. <laughs> I can't believe I'm counting syllables on the podcast. Jesus- H. Roosevelt Christ. Oh, Same. so seven syllables. Okay, there you go. Uh, ghost Frank is phenomenal.
1: Now you're saying Ghost Frank. Do you really think that it was a ghost?
0: No, no, no. But, uh, but you're go, just but saying... Ghost Frank. You know, you know what I mean. Like Frank on the pier, hat, um, glasses, and the hat and the glasses, and what it meant for. And yes, because of Frank, and because I, I do. Love Tobias Menzies. I do love Frank. But what it did to inform Brianna, that is why it works so much. Because she turns back and she has, it's beginning her journey to finding her, her father. Not her daddy, but her father. And what could become her daddy, right? And she almost, as a character, she needs permission to do that because she never got a chance to say goodbye, she never got a chance to tell her dad that she loved him. She never got a chance so to have that conversation. <laughs> and as a dad, you know, you want to have those conversations and I think as a, as a child, you need those conversations. So, and it was this great bit of irony to have uh, f- someone like Frank, dressed in his clothing, looking up at the pier, at Brianna, amidst all of this chaos, someone who's standing still, smiling, and saying, it's okay. I'm proud of you. And like, I'm getting teary just thinking about it. Um, it was a special moment. And whoever thought of that moment just needs a, a billion-dollar raise uh, because that was that... That just blew my doors off when I saw that. Well done. It blew my doors off. All right, what's your number one?
1: Murtaugh's Return.
0: Okay, yes. Okay, what about Murta's Return?
1: So I know that he's not in the books. I get it. And I get that this has completely kind of changed the trajectory. But I'm down with the change. First off, Duncan Lacroix, all of you all of all of which he has brought <laughs> to the character of Murta um, has been such a joyous like you know what it's been it's just been some like caramel or peanut butter sauce or possibly even fudge on an already delicious sundae and you're like I didn't think this could get any better but oh my word that melted peanut butter (laughs) like I don't even know I don't even know it's just a little bit just a little here there but like it just added this extra flavor of goodness and that is what Murta did he was able to be interwoven into a lot of these plot points added some levity also added discussions to be able to be had in a different way sure um and of course um added this extra sense of conflict that we wouldn't have had the same emotional value in if it wasn't for him the regulator issue is something that is very important in this in this season and of course leading up to the next season so I don't know. I'm just, I think it was a very bold choice once again for them to have chosen to keep him in, but not only to have kept him in, but to have him almost s- seem to be like part of the antagonist group now going forward. Like this, right. you know, or, or that's the inner battle that Jamie's going yeah, to have I was just gonna to say, have. At the very you know? least,
0: at the very least be at odds with Jamie. Yes. And it, not because that's what Jamie wants, but because that's what Jamie has put himself into. Correct. He is now, under the the control and under the at the behest of the governor, Correct. Governor Tryon, and the natural enemy to Governor Tryon and all of his all of his lieutenants are the regulators. Yes, and so to have the godfather versus godson, even even like un- unwittingly, like just or I mean not not unknowingly, but just inadvertent inadvertently having them pitted against each other is Well, and what's really
1: cool, of course, is that Murta knows Claire's from the future. He knows that Claire knows that the uh, the colonists are going to win over... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he knows that they're having these conversations. It's just setting up for a very interesting dynamic, going into season five, and Murta brought Sexy back. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, that's yeah. really it. Like... Once again, not one particular moment. That's why I'd be so happy, and I think we're going to in Droughtlander to do our top five Lord John Gray moments and our top five Myrtle moments, just because these two minor, minor—not not minor, but like, not Jamie and Claire characters and not Brian Roger characters really played a huge role in this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think was at the detriment to Jamie and Claire. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you, I don't know if we're ever going to do like a top five least favorite things. Or well, you know five, what we'll do? How, how about we do this? I feel
0: like that's such a Debbie Denner No, no, we'll do, we'll do the one eye roll moment right now. We'll do the one oh. eye roll moment and we'll have one uh, runner up. So let's do this. Um, we'll do our one honorable mention right now. Okay. okay. Are you done with Are you done with your number one? Yes. Okay. So my one honorable mention. I kind of have a tie.
1: Okay. That's fine.
0: Um. So two honorable mentions. Okay. First, um, the rape scene with Brianna. Yes. Um. And it obviously it's not like my favorite moment of all time, but just th- it was, it was worthy of remark. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that it was shot, how it was portrayed. Um, it was different from, the the. It was different from everything that Outlander has given us so far. Correct. Like it's made it Outlander's made a point to show us everything and to get really in detail about rape and how things have gone. I mean let I mean come and on.
1: loss. Oh yeah. Outlander it, does not shy away they from they don't mess around. Real uh loss and depth and I mean I'm thinking about faith, like Right. Outlander just doesn't shy away it from those it, hard it things.
0: It, it, it embraces them yes. and it says, okay, this is what we're doing. And if you have to blink, then you should blink. Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, we're, we still have an obligation to show you everything that mm-hmm. we're supposed to show you. Um, but what I think the rape of Brie with Stephen Bonnet did was uh, it allowed you, the viewer, to um, put your... <laughs> your uh, imagination to its worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not only did it show you about Stephen Bonnet and Bree, but it also showed you the culture um, that people were in, uh, that someone goes up and fixes the shoes in, in spite yes. of hearing, um, in spite of hearing what was happening between the two mm-hmm. of them. Uh, I thought that was uh, one uh, worthy of remark. Worthy of remark that nice. that ought to be uh, a a moment that you should remember. Do you have a Do you have one that is uh, a, an honorable mention for you, my darling? Yes. What do you got?
1: Tubby time.
0: Oh, Tubby time. Yeah,
1: that that was beautiful. Uh, you know, for Claire to have gone through what she went through,
0: all the grunting and groaning. Oh
1: No, but I'm <sighs> saying like her her <sighs> adventure and being lost in the woods and Jamie finding her. I mean, it was. Claire was incredible this season mm-hmm. I once again my chief complaint is that there's not enough episodes of this show to really give me everything I want because there's so much plot that they have to squeeze in and then squeezing in Murtaugh squeezed out a lot of stuff that we would have also liked to have seen so it is there are major issues mm-hmm. but I felt like tubby time slowed things down mm-hmm. you know we lost a lot of the intimate moments between Jamie and Claire Sure, and I felt like in the tub aside from the grunting that was
0: <laughs> <We used.
1: laughs> it seemed like it was just domed over and reused it really was special and these two beautiful people um have so many amazing connections and respect for one another. And it was just a really wonderful thing to see Jamie bathing his beautiful wife Mm -hmm. and taking care of her and her allowing him to do that. Right. That was nice. Yeah. I agree. So Tebby time is my honorable mention. My
0: other honorable mention that I have, because I mentioned I had a tie, was the George Washington moment.
1: Oh. (laughs) I know.
0: I know that this was one of those things that could be an eye roll moment for some people. I get it. I appreciate that. Okay. But Claire having that moment of clarity, yes. <laughs> if you like what I'm, if you like what I'm getting hey. at here, uh, having that moment of clarity of being like, that's George effing Washington. She
1: was all of us.
0: Here comes the General Washington. Like seriously, yeah. Like that is the most famous American there is, and here he is, just as some jabroni in the British arm in the British army. Here he is, but he is going to become the president of the United States. He's going to beat the most powerful army in the history of mankind. (laughs) And that's him right there. I thought that was one of those real cool nerd out geek moments uh, that only a show like Outlander could really produce. Yeah. I I can't think of many other shows that you would be able to produce that kind of moment
1: and be like, we're in a fandom of historical nerds. So this is going to be right up their alley. Yeah, exactly.
0: And like, just, just as a, as a natural thing for a character to experience, right? Like, just within their story, to have that moment of recognition before anybody else does—that mm-hmm. this guy is really effing yes. important. Like, yeah. Oh man, that was great. It just, was. Great. And her face was—it just—it said every like. <laughs> it was oh all my of God. us. Yeah, it like, really
1: was. This George
0: Washington, uh, and it gave me an excuse to uh, play this all the time. Here comes the General Washington. So I, I like that. All right, your one eye roll-inducing moment of the season. Do you have one? You go first. Okay, my first... uh, (laughs) Yours
1: is like on the tip of your tongue.
0: It is. um, There are a couple, but I will say the one that really sticks out is the moment with the keys, and it just happens to fall within Stephen Bonnet's reach, Mm, uh, and that allows him to escape uh, and we all know he escapes. So come on, let's 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 be honest with each other here. Okay, you can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to me, uh, or you can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. Um, he he escapes. He lives, and we're gonna see him next season. It's obvious. And allowing those keys to just fall right in front of him uh, is uh, lazy writing, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and that it was an eye roll inducing moment. How about you? What do you got?
1: Um, two.
0: Oh,
1: holy (laughs) smoke, you got two and I only did one? My eye roll moment. That is a
0: surprising moment of this podcast. My eye
1: roll of like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? Was Lord John Gray banging in the linen closet? Not great, Bob. (laughs) 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 LJG would not do that. No, 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 no. Okay? He's got a little bit bit of a, a... well, A, a lot of class. Yes. B, he's got a little bit of some clout he's got to watch out for. Right. Okay, he's not going to be doing this everywhere. So that was an eye roll. That was, to me, very unbelievable. Yep. Um, my overall r- arching eye roll. Okay. You know how I just said, like, my top things are Lord John Gray moments and Murtaugh moments. So that's not exactly a moment. My overall eye roll are the Roger moments. Because I feel like they did a lot of harm to Roger's character this season. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's not the Roger that I know and love. And I want people to love on him Mm -hmm. so much because he's just such a little puddin'. And (laughs) so that was was one of my biggest struggles this season.
0: Yeah, I would say the moments of argument between he and Brie. Were they? They were not great, Bob. No, really, they were. They and were then bad. with the
1: tenderness of Lord John Grey, you're like, what's going on?
0: Like, why are we even rooting? <laughs> like, that's the that, yeah. That's the thing. Why are we even rooting for these two?
1: Yeah. To not and we've only- talked about it before, right, Yeah. Like so, but that's what I'm just saying. That's like my overall eye roll. But my main eye roll was the banging in the linen closet <laughs> or
0: wherever that was, because
1: that was just too out. Like, just no, no.
0: All right. all right so I don't want to. like leave-
1: having sex on your parents' couch while your parents are home <laughs> that's what the equivalent as, is like if you ha- did that with your partner when you were young
0: yes the partner that your parents hated that wasn't supposed to be over yes 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 right they, they while weren't so, home. yeah they, they weren't allowed in your house yet yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were still yet you still did it that's, I mean yeah, I didn't
1: that. in high school but I'm such a good at too <laughs>
0: you're such a dork you're such a dork and i love you for it i love you for it uh so let's not leave on a sour note because i don't want to do that
1: i just talked about my lack of sex life when i was a teenager (laughs) you think that's a sour note you want to know why i did it okay listeners you're like yes mary tell us tell it because I had boyfriends well when I was a little older I was so tall it took me a long time for the boys to get as tall as me (laughs) and they didn't want to date me I'll never forget my seventh grade dance I was dancing with this guy named Eric I'm not going to say his last name because who knows the internet will find him and I heard through the grapevine that after slow dancing uh, probably to like the cranberries or something um, (laughs) he went and told his friends it was like dancing between the mountains (laughs) Because that's where the boys' heads came up to. They came to my bosom. All of the boys in seventh grade.
0: So say we all.
1: It was like dancing between the mountains. So nonetheless, I didn't have a boyfriend forever. And then when I did have boyfriends, my mom thought I was having sex all the time. And so in my mind, I thought, I'm going to get back at my mom. I'm just not going to have sex and here she is, calling like thinking I'm a hussy and telling me I know you're having sex and da, da 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 da. And I could say no, I'm not, with like a conscience. And I was like, I'm just not gonna have sex, and like I'm just gonna stick it to my mom. And afterwards, I'm like, what the heck? She already thought I was doing it. I could have at least enjoyed it then. No, nice! nope. That's what I did because of my mom.
0: Oh, man. my poor boyfriends. Oh man
1: telling you i'm a messed up person (laughs) dancing between the mountains all right let's like get off my lack of sex life issues yes
0: yes yeah i think but you know what it's a great way to end the episode
1: there you go guys i'll take it we we turned that frown right upside down (laughs) you're welcome dancing
0: between the mountains
1: you're welcome yeah
0: never forgot that oh all right We're going to close it out on that bad boy. Glad we are. That is excellent. Thank you so much.
1: Classy broad. (laughs) Let's close it out. Hey, guys. I miss you miss you and i miss outlander and if you miss us come on over come on over to miriamblake.com because if you watch game of thrones we're gonna have you back okay We're going to be chilling. We're going to be podcasting. If you like, this is us, we have your back. We're chilling. We're podcasting. We'll probably find something else because even though Blake and I are like, whoa, we podcast all the time. We need to have a life. We love podcasting so much that we find things to fill our free time with Um, (laughs) to podcast about. So please, please, please head on over to marianblake.com. And if you have not yet left a rating and review inside your podcast app of choice, now's a great time to do it because this is how people find out about it and a lot of times in Droughtlander people are searching for podcasts they're missing Outlander and they're like wait a second I can rewatch it and have like a podcast companion this time let's do it so we want to thank Hannah the Hannah Berry who called it insightful hilarious impersonable fancy right Mary and Blake hit all of the best qualities of a podcast that care so much about their listeners and make Outlander even more amazing I highly recommend listening each week and one of the Great things about this podcast is that the episodes connect, meaning the inside jokes connect. Yes, connects. they
0: do. Yes, so, they do. Thank
1: you, Hannah. Thank you so much for uh, for writing in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that you can do for us too, actually, is tell a friend. Like Hannah, Hannah, go out there and tell a friend that we exist. Will you? You love us. All of our all of our jokes, they interconnect, right? So. All the all your friends they all interconnect. Tell a friend that we exist. What does that even mean? I have no idea. I'm just you I'm just, I'm said just interconnect making words like up.
1: a million times. That's true.
0: Um, I listen. Tell a friend that we exist. Tell a friend that this podcast exists because yes, the reviews do help. And please give us the stars. Do whatever they are, and give us your review. Whatever it is, uh, I, we want the honest opinion. But most importantly, what we want you to do in the, the way to. The, best spread the word about this podcast it's just word of mouth that's just right tell friends that we exist
1: we want to thank all of you who are at outlandercastclan.com our patron community who keep this podcast and the blog going truly truly so appreciative of you and especially our most generous sponsors our associated, associate producers Angie Carolyn Celine, Don Diane Heather Jeffrey Jennifer Linda Marilyn Michelle Patricia Siobhan Summer and Valerie you got it
0: right good job I did
1: I did I'm gonna like be able to speak one day one day I gave up coffee stupidly this week that's not <laughs> helping Barbara, Carolyn, Dana oh these are our co-producers Barbara, Carolyn, Dana Dietta, Janet, Jenny Keelan, Lisa, Liz Marianne, Meredith Raynal, Rita, Sharon Tara and Tina and our executive producers who joined the Droughtlander you're going to be able to hear from you are going to be able to hear from people like Ann, Jen, Katie Kirsty, Martha, Nadra, Peg, Bobby, and Sarah. I'm telling you guys, you're going to be hearing some fun voices from other Outlander cast lovers like yourself. It'll be fun. It will be fun. We want to thank all of the members of the Outlander cast staff. You guys rock and roll, and they are keeping the content rolling in Droughtlander. We're going to be having something new for you every single week,
0: whether it's a podcast or an article. That's it's right. going to be something every single week. We are updating, and I, don't, I can't think of any other Outland website. Or fandom, or fandom website that is doing that. I I, I don't know Huge of one. Huge props to uh,
1: to Janet and Ashley,
0: and all the writers who are just who are just all stars, just making it happen. Hey now, Ch- churning stuff out.
1: You're an all star. <laughs> Get your game on. <laughs>
0: all right, Smash Mouth. I was thinking more on Shrek, but yeah. Well, that Smash Mouth is the guy. I know. Okay. I know. All right. Okay, F- guys. Fair enough. We're gonna go watch Captain Marvel. That's what for, we're gonna go do.
1: For now, my name is Mary. My
0: name's Captain Marvel. Carol Danvis better known as
1: (laughs) and you've been listening to outlander cast